What is up? Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you guys all had a great week. Uh, this week's going to be a little bit different for us here at Major League University in the flashcard. Giving the boys the week off, uh, I actually had QB send in uh, a little clip, which you guys will hear later. And we're going to be jumping into championship habits, uh, what actually goes into making up that good character that we've been discussing in a few weeks prior. This is honestly the fourth take and uh, fifth intro, so we're going to run with it. Hope you enjoyed it. A little bit shorter this week, but hey, we wanted to bring you guys some content. Enjoy. All right, this week, like we said, championship habits. Okay, we got this list actually off of Fast Company Online. Uh, I really think they did a great job with it. Um, is going to be talking about learning from setbacks. I'll kind of give him a little intro on that when we get there. But they have these six championship habits listed out. Um, and I agree with all of them, really. So, uh, number one, champions always strive for improvement. Okay, yeah, it's the idea of 1%. Uh, Coach Johnson at Arizona uh, really instilled this with his teams. I know Coach Hill at the University of San Diego does the same, just working at getting 1% better. Uh, the best teams always seem to get, be the ones that are focused on the process of winning, how to get there, rather than the end result. Uh, so if you can do this in your daily activities, I mean, it's just going to take off. Number two, they have stay focused and positive. Okay, positive is a big one. Uh, it becomes really frustrating sometimes when, hey, you know, I, I'm trying to reach that goal and my day in and day out is just grind for it, grind for it, and find a way to get there. That when I don't succeed or it feels like I have some sort of barrier in my way, it becomes difficult uh, to stay positive with it. But hey, uh, you're really going to develop more, I believe. One, as a team, obviously, and, and two, as a person yourself, you're going to de develop more with that positive attitude. You get more work out of your energy, um, and you really get to bring people up with you. So uh, obviously, stay positive and stay focused. The idea of the 10,000-hour rule only works if it's focused practice. If you're just going out there, and, you know, obviously there's a time and a place to goof around with the boys, but uh, if you're not really trying to lock in and challenge yourself in those times when you're hitting in the cage, uh, you're really not getting a whole lot from it. Number three, do what you love. Okay, champions do what they love. Uh, there's a passion for it. Um, it's a love-hate relationship a lot of times, but uh, if you're going out for something that, one, you really can pour your heart into uh, you're going to get further in it you see yourself in it longer uh, and you see yourself being successful in it longer uh, if someday comes around where you're no longer loving what you're doing or really enjoying it it's time to get out time to move on uh, there's plenty of things you can do in life and uh, it's too short to be spending it in something that you're just despising for whatever reason uh, let's see. I think this is a good time. Q, we're going to bring you in uh, from the past here, a uh, clip you had on learning from setbacks, and we'll continue on with the rest of the list after this. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Major League University. My name is QB Meyer, and we're here to talk to you about championship habits. As we wrap up our month of November, we just want to bring a few more habits to the table that we believe every person should implement into their daily lives. One of those habits is learning from setbacks. So what is a setback? A setback is something that doesn't go in your favor 
or something that you would consider a failure. They can be as small as striking out, making an error, or missing a pitch, or they can be as big as getting cut or released from a team, or even bigger than that. One thing to note is that every single person will experience setbacks, even the best of the best. And actually, that's probably how the best of the best got to where they are, because they learn from each situation that they face. Every setback is actually a pivotal moment in your life. You have two choices. You can either let that situation define you, or you can overcome it the next time you're faced with the same or a similar situation. And it's really your choice. So if you really care about that situation and you don't want it to happen again, then we have to figure out a way to overcome it. So let's use striking out as an example. If I were to strike out in one at bat, let's say the first pitch was a fastball down the middle, I let it go. Second pitch was a fastball on the outer half, I didn't like it. Third pitch was a curveball in the dirt and I swung at it. So in that at bat, there are so many things I could have done differently to prevent striking out. So first question I would ask myself, is how did I strike out? Okay, well, there was a pitch down the middle, first pitch, I should have swung at it, right? I could have, it's probably a pitch I could have crushed, especially because that pitcher gave it to me right down the middle. Second pitch, outer half, maybe I didn't like it, so I didn't swing at it, but I probably could have got a hit off of it. And third, curveball in the dirt, I definitely should have just laid off that curveball. Maybe I didn't see it well, Maybe I thought it was a fastball coming in and it just broke at the last minute. And that happens. It's okay. So one thing to know about setbacks is that it is completely okay that you experience them. You're going to experience them. So we have to be okay with it, especially as a hitter. We're gonna be we're gonna fail all the time. But we don't wanna accept failure. We wanna overcome it. We wanna conquer it and we wanna become the best hitter we can be. And you can take this into any part of your life. So with that said, in my next at bat, especially if I'm gonna face the same pitcher, I know what he's got, I know what he's throwing me, I'm gonna be ready for that fastball down the middle. I'm gonna be ready for that fastball on the outer half. I'm gonna be ready to lay off that curveball he's gonna try to spike in the dirt. So yes, I used a hitting example, but you can apply these concepts to any situation that you face. Another situation could be, maybe you failed a test in school. So there's the two questions, why did you fail the test or how did you fail the test? And what can I do to prevent that the next time it happens again or the next test that comes up? Maybe it's putting in more work to study. Maybe we studied the wrong material. Maybe we didn't ask enough questions before we got the test. So there's so many different ways we can attack that situation. Life is not black and white, which means we're gonna have to find ways to adapt to every single situation that we come across. And the more situations you face, the better you're gonna get at making the right decisions, which is what learning from setbacks is all about. We face it, we overcome it. We face it again, we overcome it. Our path to success is not a straight line. It's gonna have that roller coaster effect. So we just gotta keep climbing but just understand that we're going to face setbacks. QB, great job, brother. Thank you again. Uh, I know this is a busy week uh, for you actually sending that on over and getting that dialed in. I really appreciate it. Um, 
to continue with the list, uh, pushing through rough patches, um, I think that goes right through there with what QB was saying, learning from setbacks. Uh, you're going to have tough times. It's never going to be a super clean, easy path to the top. That just doesn't happen. So uh, you got to really push through those hard times, and there's going to be a lot of them. Um, but if you can work your way through those hard times, you're going to come out a lot better for it. Now this last one, I want to spend a little bit more time on this one. Uh, this one really is what MLU is all about, okay? And that's picturing yourself winning. Picturing yourself win winning is that visualization piece that every champion has. So a good visualization session, you're going to sit down, you're going to close your eyes, you're going to go through whatever sort of breathing uh, that works for you. Some people use the box breathing. Uh, I personally like having a little bit longer inhale, exhale. Whatever you use is up to you, uh, okay, and you're going to sit there and it's you're going to be walking yourself through your day, okay, your routine. Uh, you're going to walk yourself through what you're doing at practice, what you're doing at the game. Uh, and then the biggest thing is really taking yourself into every tough situation you might experience. Now those tough situations might be on the field, might be in the classroom, uh, whatever it is, put yourself in that situation, right? We're only going to... Uh, take down the monster if we face it over and over again. So give yourself an opportunity to. And when you do, you got to visualize that success. Okay, so if I have been having a really tough time hitting curveballs lately, okay, well, my part of the morning is going to be me seeing myself, visualizing myself while breathing, going to practice, hitting a couple curveballs off the curveball machine, absolutely hammering it. And then I'm getting, you know, myself ready for the game visually. And then I see myself, hey, I took a couple t tough, low curveballs in the game. Strike one, ball one, doesn't matter. It wasn't our pitch. And then I see that hanger, and I do damage on it. Okay, picturing the ball flight, how it feels coming off the bat, the sound of it. You know, the more detailed you can be, the better you're going to be at getting yourself to that point or that place repeatedly. And that that's the goal, right, is I want to see myself be successful at that tough point or challenge I have right now um, multiple times so if I can see it three four times a day when that time comes in the game and I'm starting to see those curveballs again yeah maybe last season I was the big swing and miss guy on the curveball but now I'm in there battling and something's changed well not a whole lot with my swing but a lot more with uh, my mentality while you're visualizing too, uh, one more thing you're going to want to tack in there a little bit, probably towards the end of your session, uh, is a powerful statement. Okay, We talk about powerful talk versus the negative talk or negative self-talk. Um, if you can give yourself a powerful mission statement or uh, even a mantra that you use that uh, builds some self-confidence. You know, I, I was the guy that uh, you know, was never real big when I got to the field so I had to walk around a little bit with a chip on my shoulder and a lot of that was just me reminding myself man I'm the man I ha I'm a legit player I can pick it on defense I can swing it in the box I'm meant for this I am here and and it was just kind of a lot of that mental battle over and over in my head when I'm on a team with guys that are I don't know 100 pounds bigger than me at some points right and uh and I got to go up and battle them, and especially as an 18-year-old, a young kid rolling into college campus for the first time, uh, it's pretty nerve-wracking. So uh, for me, a lot of my battle was just trying to 
tell myself I was worthy of playing at that level and uh, I could do it. Um, and then over time, obviously, you start to see a little bit of success on the field and uh, you truly believe that. So uh, really use the visualization piece. Uh, that's our, I, I guess, favorite piece of this whole list they have because it really just plays into what we do as a company and what we talk a lot about. To continue on, there's another article I'd come across. It's realleaders.com. Um, really great website. If you haven't checked that out, go ahead and swing on over there. Um, but they have this long list, um, and I'm not going to go through all of them. Just pull out a couple that I think are really good of what they consider uh, championship habits or habits that all champions have. Um, number one, hate losing more than you love winning. For me, this was... Uh, always a part of my life. I grew up with a brother who was a year and a half younger than me and uh, obviously we always competed in pretty much everything we ever did from video games to getting to the car first. And it wasn't that I wanted to win, I just didn't want to lose, right? And that carried over into to sports as well. And um, I think that's a feeling that a lot of athletes are familiar with. I think that they have a tough time sometimes um, getting over the losses a little bit more than they soak up that win. Um, so that is something that across the board you can see all champions have. Um, they're also never too high or never too low. Okay, They ride that uh, medium lane, which I guess is uh, kind of where that hate losing more than you love winning comes from. But um, yeah, never too high, never too low. Just trying to stay steady. Consistency equals results. Consistency equals results. So, uh, you know, yeah, maybe they're not going to get them that first time. Maybe not the second time. But over the length of the season, uh, you know, you're going to face a, maybe a specific pitcher 10 times if you're in the same league. Um, you know, you're going to get the better of them in the long run. So you can't be too caught up in the little losses or the little victories. You know, you're just trying to improve and stay consistent with it. There's another one here I, I really liked. It's a story about Derek Jeter um, and his quote. But basically the story goes, there's a reporter in the gym uh, after a ball game. Jeter's going in for his post-game workout. Um, and this reporter was, was told by a, um, a reliever, a young reliever in the organization, that uh, he'd meet him for an uh, interview as soon as this workout was done, or he was done with the trainers, excuse me. Jeter walks up to him and goes, hey, what are you doing here? What are you waiting for? And he said, well, you know, this guy's blown me off twice already. He made me reschedule for this time. Uh, I'm really hoping I can catch a quote from him. And Jeter goes, hey, man, if they don't respect your time, they don't respect you. And that's always resonated with me. Um, you know, time, we all have clearly a limited amount of it. Uh, and for anybody to you know, blow you off or push things back or constantly, you know, make the world revolve around them, I guess, uh, it, it can be tough, right? It's it's just not the way to go about things. It feels like uh, they're trying to say basically they're more important than you are. So uh, always be respectful and appreciative of the time that other people have or the time that they take out of their day. And, um, you know, you got to use your some of your time to go out of your way to help others too. I like this. Uh, find the bully and knock him out. The bully in this case is fear. Uh, you're, if you're ever going to get anywhere, you're going to have to really attack fear at its core. Once you find out what you're afraid of, you know maybe it's the high heat. Uh, you know if I'm going to have to 
face that again in the game if there's Chapman's throwing 104 and I got to be ready for it well then I'm gonna have to get in the cage and work off a velo machine and be consistent with seeing that over time that spike in fear starts to dwindle and and becomes smaller and smaller until hey it feels like it's not ever even there you're never overdressed in a suit I thought this was great dress for the job that you want not the job you have uh, basically, first impressions are everything. So make sure you show up looking good, ready to play, look good, feel good, feel good, play good. <laughs> Hopefully get paid good. A couple more. Got to have moxie. Okay, life's hard. Like moxie in this case kind of refers to confidence or swagger. Um, everybody gets beat down, right? But what's the attitude you have about it? Uh, are you learning and growing from it? Are you walking around with your chest out? Or are you the guy that oh, woe is me, uh, Eeyore, as Coach Hill would say, uh, where you're just kind of dragging around and, and being aloof, which is not a good term for any guy, especially a middle infant. The Joe Torre rule, okay, we lead people, not cattle. Uh, I think this is a great one for anybody, uh, not just baseball players, but in life to remember, hey, the job can get tiring and frustrating and, and we can be all engulfed in it 24-7 while we're working. But remember, you know, you're working alongside another human being um, that is going through a tough time off the field, I'm sure, as well, or off outside of your office space or whatever. So uh, remember, don't forget that, uh, that no matter how long you're in a field where you're working alongside another person, uh, even if they mess up, hey, they're people, right? So make sure we treat them like they are. Go last two here. Uh, pace yourself. We're not always ready for that promotion. Hey, we always want. We're we're so focused on getting to the next level and getting to AAA and uh, you know getting our shot at the league. Well, there's a lot of steps and a lot of things that these players have learned coming up through the league um, and through those times in the minor leagues. That hey, uh, you know, learn where you're at. Right, be good where you're at. Uh, you know, this goes for all you high school guys. Uh, college and playing college baseball is a real, real privilege uh, that not a lot of people get to do. So in your time, make sure you're soaking it up everything you can uh, from your high school coach and your travel ball coaches. Uh, these guys have a lot of knowledge. Uh, and as long as you're sitting there and willing to be coachable and willing to listen and willing to have communication on things like that, uh, you should be getting as much out of it as you can for now because one day they are going to call and you're going to have to be ready for that. But if you're constantly focused on the next step, you're never actually getting to, uh, to learn to the fullest. The last one, don't tell me, show me. There's been too much talk and not enough do. Uh, I think we're in that day and age where everybody has an excuse uh, for everything. you know. So uh, make sure that your actions reflect your comments. Uh, that goes right into leadership at its core um, and really just believing in what you say, right? Because, one, everyone else is going to need to listen to you and, and hear from you and learn from you. And, two, the more you lie to yourself, the easier it becomes. So um, stand up and face those fears and, and follow up on your word um, because that really is the core of leaders. Thank you so much for joining us here at Major League University. Don't forget to sign up for our upcoming events held in Arizona. We've got our prospect camp on December 19th and 20th, and we've also got our youth camp 
on December 21st through the 23rd and lots of fun-filled activities there. So head over to MajorLeagueUniversity.com and sign up today. So that's going to be it for this week's episode. A little bit different version of this episode, obviously, uh, with the holidays. Uh, I'm actually wrapping this up so I can get down on some turkey myself. Hope you guys have a blessed week, and we will see you soon. Peace.